Was there something else you wanted me to add? Sorry. No. No. <laughs> it's late. My brain just went click, click, click. What? Hey guys, here's what's coming up. In two weeks, on January 30th, we will have a book review of Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Su Lin Tan for your listening pleasure. Then on February 13th, we will be talking about The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. If you love the show and want to support us, you can check out patreon.com slash thebooklifepodcast for a huge list of perks. We hope you consider supporting us if you can, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you for listening. Thank you. Speaking of thank yous, we want to send a huge thank you and shout out to our patrons, the Pirate Queen, Sam, Megan, and Leah. May your problems always be fictional. Now, on with the show. Oh, welcome back to the Book Life Podcast with your host, myself, Mo, my best friend, Abby. Today, we are going to uh, discuss, maybe, um, our 2023 uh, to-be-read list. So, if you guys have been with us for the last two years, we like to tell each other uh the books and goals and ideas and things that we're going to read and our ambitions for um the new year so yeah i okay guys so i'm gonna i'm just gonna be straight up with you so when i started this list i anything that i thought i would want to read um in 2022 i would throw into my 2023 list right so uh, the last week of December, I was off work, thankfully, and didn't have any schoolwork and the kids were chaotic and it was great. And I spent a day whittling down my list from like 250 books, got it down to 100 um, and then Abby and I haven't recorded and then I added like 10 more books. So um i'm running okay so my uh you know how like people uh pick power words from those lists abby like you're like see these three words and these are the three words you're gonna have this year Mm -hmm. all right so uh if if i was gonna like do that as a theme for what this list is it's going to be second novels because there's a lot of second books this year I'm reading in series and a lot of books I'm anticipating like I have several books that are not even out yet on my list um and fantasy because I was so heavy on sci-fi last year I I don't have a I don't have a lot of sci-fi this year and I'm going hard Hmm. on the fantasy this year okay also you like my mug yes Yes, I really do need all these books. That this is this mug is also the theme of my book list this year. Yes, I really do need <laughs> all of these books on this list. Okay. Um. So when I was compiling my list, I decided to count all the books on my TBR bookshelf. There was like two hundred and fifteen when I counted, and I've had more delivered to my house since then. Yeah. Um, and if I remember correctly, um yesterday I got a message of oh the book, the 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 one that I was like, Abby, do I own this book? And you're like, no, it's not even out yet. And then you're like, oh, by the way, I just got it's coming in the mail in a few days. And I'm like, yeah, I definitely did not own that book. You're right. To be fair, 
to be fair, I pre-ordered that months ago. So that does not oh, count as buying it now. Yes, you are entirely correct. I agree with you. I have an entire section on my list of books that I've pre-ordered like months ago that are going to be coming to me at some point this year that I plan to hopefully read this year. But I I don't count them as having been bought this year because technically I made that purchase months ago. (laughs) I understand. Um, So I have a question for you. What, What? How... How do you decide how to buy books? Like, when do you decide that you're going to buy a book versus get it from the library or borrow it from a friend? How do you, how do you make that determination? So, usually I make that determination by how much I think I will enjoy the book. Because if I'm going to buy a book, I for sure want to own a physical copy of it so if like the description of the book sounds like something that's really going to interest me and if like the cover is really gorgeous and I've heard really good things about the book in general I will be far more likely to actually buy it rather than borrow it from the library Mm -hmm. now that's not 100% true all the time but in general that's how I make that determination this year my goal is to either read it because I already own it, or if I feel like I need to own it, I'm going to borrow it from the library first. (laughs) And then read it and then decide if you actually need to bring it to your collection. Exactly. I actually did that with um, Rage of Dragons. I borrowed it from the library and I loved it so much that I bought myself my own copy. Um, For me, for Rage of Dragons, I got the audiobook copy because like, okay, so I definitely have an issue where I might have a few books that I have both the audiobook and the physical copy. Um, those issues being Marissa Meyer, because I really love Rebecca Solaire, who is her main narrator. But I really like to buy signed copies. Okay. I own the entire Mercy Thompson series physically and audiobook. I own um the nice the Heart Striker series, both physical and audiobook. I own the Lunar Chronicles, physical and audio. I own the Finishing School series, physical and audio. <laughs> um, the Harry Potter series, physical and audio. Like, and those are just the ones I can name off the top of my head. If I actually went and looked at my books, I could probably name a few more. On a <laughs> random tangent, the Lunar Chronicles, when I'm in the mood to listen to a book while I'm working, the Lunar Chronicles is like my go-to. Like, I just like to put on... I don't count it as re-listening um, just because it's literally just in the background and it's just the sweet words of Cinder kicking ass against the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's definitely one of those series that like, I just re-listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Just for, It's like, it's a comfort read that I put on in the background. It doesn't really count for anything because I'm only like half listening and then I'll like tune in and be mm-hmm. like, oh, that yep. was a good scene. I like this. Right. Oh, I know. Um, So for me, I only try to buy books that I think maybe someday in like the far, far future when I'm retired, I will want to reread again and I want to have it in my collection. Um, I'm definitely so I do subscribe to one audiobook service and I tend to spend my audio credits on sci fi fantasy because 
a sci-fi fantasy. Um, I really try hard not to buy fiction books because I tend not to really enjoy fiction. The only exception that I have like automatic buys is like Noelle Salazar because she's amazing as a in general as a person. Um, so I just need to like give her my money. Mm-hmm. Um, Frederick Bachman, um, his books like just rip my soul apart, and I love them so much. Um, I think that's like it, like fiction author wise. Like I have no one that I desperately have to run around and like buy their books. Um, but like fantasy, fantasy sci-fi, like my my bookshelf is like so heavily populated and the fantasy sci-fi um aspect is, is a little a little intense. I need more bookshelves. I need my kids to start reading so I can like transfer like you know like the young the young readers and the middle grade readers to like their room <laughs> so I can make more room for adults uh fantasy and sci-fi. I know I really want so my kids have their own bookshelf yeah mine do too but it's out in like the family room where my bookshelves are yeah but i'm sure your books their bookshelves are like my kids bookshelves where it's like picture books and first readers and Mm. not like i don't know i don't know uh tamara pierce books and t.a baron and lj smith and like the good fun young readers of the fantasy sci-fi i need i need my kids to start nerding Mm -hmm. up a little bit yeah um yeah their entire bookshelf is all like younger kid first reader stuff and it's gonna be that way for a while just because my oldest is just now five (laughs) and my youngest is you know a baby um I mean, come on. I He just came out of the utero. I think he should have been born with a book in his hand. It would have been perfectly acceptable. Man, that would have been painful to push out. In other <laughs> random news, Nate was looking at baby pictures of all your boys, and he's like, copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste. I'm like, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I'm like, if you look at James, you look at Abby, they kind of look very similar. So therefore their kids are going to look also very similar. And he's like, yeah, they're cute though. And I'm like, I know they're cute. So <clears throat> my oldest sister posted a picture of her two boys, like in the same spot, 10 years apart kind of thing. Uh-huh. And the in the younger picture, her younger boy was three. And I was taking a closer look because I'm like, oh, my nephews, I love them. And I was looking, I went, holy crap. So my middle son is three. Titus is three right now. Her younger son looks almost exactly like Titus does right now. Because he was three in the picture and Titus is three now. And I went, oh, it's Mm. very related. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like good German blood, let me tell you. Well mixed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, her younger son definitely looks like our family, and my middle son definitely looks like our family. I'm pretty sure my youngest, the baby, he looks m- more like Titus d- did at the at age. Like okay, so, Titus is so a baby, James, and Zeke is a baby. J- looks super similar. James got one kid. It's fine. Yeah, he got one. It's the one that's named after him. It's fine. It's also the one that acts like him too. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's definitely a copy and paste version of James. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good thing you love your husband. It's a very good thing I love my husband because I'm raising him now. Uh, I feel that way too about my children. So I think I'm raising my mom and Mara and I think I'm raising my husband and Will. I mean, that's not a bad combo. No, it's not. Though my mom drives me up. Well, drove me up and down the wall and all around the wall and everything <laughs> around the wall, but as does Mara, but I love her as well. Uh, you know, when you procreate, you can't really pick and choose which family members they're going to take after. Ugh, you're right. All right. I guess we'll just talk about some books instead. That's a um, good plan. <laughs> so you definitely padded my physical copy books and i apologize i couldn't pick every single thing that you gave me this year in my advent calendar because i had to pick and choose which things i wanted to like bring in um i did bring in gosh like okay i brought in a lot um (laughs) i'm gonna be reading a lot of physical books this year abby i don't i don't like have any ebooks that i own on this list even though i'm still puttering through the invisible library um right now i didn't even put it on there because like i i don't know i don't think i'm going to read a lot of physical or a lot of ebooks this year i think i'm going to read audio and physical copies Hmm. and if i'm going to do ebooks it might be coming out of libby um i was very surprised by that when i was um creating my list did that uh what about i mean for you you said you're gonna work through books that you own right yeah so um when i was making my list i actually went through because i was focusing on books that i already owned but i also went into like um libby and my audible looking at what i already owned um Mm -hmm. and i actually marked down so i have (laughs) 66 uh books on my list uh 25 of those i can easily get an audiobook for mm-hmm. that i know of right this moment um because i made sure to like i have a spreadsheet i made a spreadsheet this year i mean that i mean you sent me the spreadsheet and i had every intention of making the spreadsheet but i kind of ended up uh, I, I will probably put this into a spreadsheet I but I, I just made a word doc and I just kept typing names it's of okay. the books I wanted and then I had my goodreads open because guys like I said I made a 2023 TBR last year and so I was trying to whittle down through that list by the way my 2024 stupid TBR is already 150 books I have a problem woman (laughs) I have a problem I I need to start making 2026 apparently 2025 I don't know just pick some freaking years at this point just start like dividing them up and have like the next 10 years of TBR planned out for yourself (laughs) well once I finish um so I did pretty good last year on my goals but my biggest thing of course that cramped my style with reading is my MBA program and I will be done with that next spring so i put my goal for 60 again this year um i mean obviously i have twice that many amount of books on my list to read 
I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay. I have a very good um mix of books. I have a so for me, my fiction and historical fiction books on here are literally books I just suggest to my book club and I hope that they pick it. And if mm-hmm. they pick it, I read it. And if they don't pick it, eh, well, I, I don't read it usually. Except for Remarkably um, Bright Creatures, which I will be diving into and I cannot wait to read. And I need to read Britt Marie Was Here and I need to read Bear Town. Um, I also kind of want you to read An Elderly Woman um, Lady is Up to No Good with Me. Um, just because it sounds like that sounds like fun. I know. Also, uh, there was another book I wanted you to read with me. Sorry, I'm on a tangent. Oh crap, where was it? Oh, um, I really want you to read Miss Percy's Pocket Guide to Care and Feeding British Dragons. Oh, I want to read that. So you just tell me when. <laughs> oh well, you didn't put it as a book where we that you planned on reading. That's because I don't own it. The focus oh. of my TBR this year was the books that I already own because I own over 200 that I haven't read and I want to read them. Oh. So like. Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, the focus of my TBR was like looking at my physical books that I own and going, I need to read you. I want to read you and I'm going Mm -hmm. to read you. And that's on my list now. Well, okay. So let's bring some structure to our little podcast let's talk about on your tbr list um we're gonna start with you if you're gonna pick if you could only read five books this year oh my god (laughs) which five books are your oh my god i have to read i really can't wait to read these Okay, I mean, Legends and Lattes for sure. I've, I'm over. I'm like sixty percent of the mm. way through it already. Oh shoot, man! Like I will be done with it probably in the next two days easily. Um, I've just been. Here's the question: uh, which which copy are you reading? Are you reading your special special copy, or are you reading your normal person copy? I'm reading my normal person copy. The special special copy is tucked away safely. <laughs> I'm reading where my children can see me. I don't pull special copies out for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you do you pull it out just to be like... <sighs> I do. I occasionally just, like, go to my special shelves and pull out certain ones and stare at them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I appreciate you. Um. Also, Heart of the Sun Warrior, because I read Daughter of the Moon Goddess um, last year and that Mm. was phenomenal and i can't wait to read the second one i haven't started the second one uh heart of the sun warrior because you told me not to start it yet so oh i'm not ready to read it right now sorry i'll let you know when i'm ready fine (laughs) i mean you already started legend lattes and i haven't i because i'm totally reading other like 10 other books right now anyway sorry it's okay i couldn't hold off on all of these all right, so Legends and Lattes, Heart of the Sun Warrior. Um, oh my God, I want to read all of these. I want to read them all, Mo. I know. Let's see. I think I really want to read The Stone Sky because I need to finish that trilogy. Because um, I've read the first two in the past two years. <laughs> it's just such a heavy trilogy. I can't do more than one book a year, apparently. 
Um, is that the N- N.K. Jemison series? Yeah, the uh, it is. It is real. It's brutal. It is. I'm also looking forward to uh, Beasts of Prey by Ayana Gray. I have heard really good things about it, and I'm very interested in reading it. Mm. And I own it, and I keep looking at it going, soon, soon. <laughs> um, And then actually, I guess the other one I'm really excited for is Full Metal Alchemist. Um. So I have on my list this year both Cardcaptor Sakura and Full Metal Alchemist, which are both manga series. And this is part of like healing my inner child. I love it. Uh, so I bought the entire Cardcaptor Sakura series because it's only 12 books and I plan to read all of those. But Full Metal Alchemist is one of those series that like... <sighs> It's a nostalgic series. It's a comfort series, but I've never owned it. And so I've been like slowly buying the volumes because there's like 20 some volumes of it. And I own, let's see, I now own the first like 17. I read the first eight last year. And so I'm just going to be continuing to read that series and maybe finish it this year. But I love it. I just, mm, it's such a good series. Mm -hmm. What about you? If you had to pick five off your ridiculously long list. <laughs> well, okay. Pretty sure one, let me, one, two, three, four, five, five. Good. Okay. So first up from my sci-fi section is Network of um, Effort Effect by Martha Wells, which I just started last night. I decided I'm reading two audiobooks right now, but one we'll talk about later. Um because it is not one that you fall asleep to if you want good dreams book. I love murder bot so much. I can't wait. This is book five. So I know this is like the beefy novel. And um and I just got it off hoopla because I am not spinning. I'm trying real hard to spin. Okay. Real hard. I need I need a new oven and and I need a new sub pump, but I have to be a freaking adult, okay? Um, <clears throat> Adulting really cuts into the book buying. It does. Uh, I don't own this book, but um, I just read Kelly Barnhill's um, The Girl Who Drank the Moon yes. book. Mm-hmm. Did you know she, she wrote When Women Were Dragons? I did. And that's part of why I read um, The Girl Who Drank the Moon this year as well. Because mm-hmm. I... Because When Women Were Dragons sounded like a really good book. And I went, but that's not out yet. Oh, but this other one she wrote is. And it's so good. When Women Were Dragons is most definitely out right now. Oh, don't tell me that I can't buy more books right now. I've gone three so whole, I, or four whole days into the new year without buying a book. <laughs> I'll just get it from the library. Be okay. I know. Well, if it's amazing, then buy it later. Um. So... Oh, Kelly Barnhill might end up being like my one of my new favorite authors. God, that book was so good. Right? That's just, that's a book I'm going to reread. Like, to my kids, for myself, I'm going to reread that book. It was just so good. And it was so heart-wrenching and so beautiful. And I loved it. The tiny dragons. Enormously, enormous dragon at the end. Yeah, I loved it all. <laughs> no longer pocket size. Um, And then... Yeah, Legends and Lattes by Travis Baltry. Uh, I mostly just need to read it. One, I own it on, I've got it on audio 
first. And I have a physical copy now since I went through that whole hassle buying the stupid books. (laughs) Oh, I now own my own physical copy on accident. Um, How much I really (laughs) like you. I I told you, I, I contacted... So you posted on your TikTok um, your must-buy authors, which was H.M. Long and like Noelle Zalazar and like some, you know, like your auto-buy authors. I saved that TikTok, mm-hmm. went out and contacted all of them to get you books. Aww. And that's, that's how you end up with book plates, how you have your uh, very own signed copy of... <laughs> Golden Enclave sitting at my house dedicated to you from um what's her name? Naomovic. And how you ended up with all these freaking signed copies this year. That was good thinking on your part. I worked hard on that. You did an excellent job. <laughs> and that's how I ended up with two signed copies of Travis Baltry's new book. <laughs> <laughs> two special editions. <laughs> uh yeah uh painted devils by margaret owen i really really Mm -hmm. can't wait for that one is that one on my bookshelf again it's not out yet no no the other one Mm, i almost i'm not gonna lie i almost want to play the game called dear margaret owen i really dearly love you i need two signed copies of your books thanks bye but (laughs) we should calm down with that and of course, Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby um, Von Pelt. I'm really excited about. It is one that many of my friends have read. They're all like, have you read this yet? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh my God, who are you? Read the damn book. And I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. I don't, I, I hold on. <laughs> That's one that I will probably get from the library this year to read because it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Everyone who has read it has found much joy in it. Mm-hmm. So I anticipate a good cozy read. Good. You'll have to let me know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have been chatting for 30 minutes. Shall we take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the buddy reads we plan on reading. Um, maybe talk about how many sci-fi books we're going to have, what kind of other themes we'll talk about and anything else we want to wrap up. Sounds good. We'll talk to you guys in a minute. These days, more authors are including mental health content in their books. But do you ever wonder how accurate some of this stuff is? Or do you ever read something where you know the author just gets it? I'm Elise. And I'm Priscilla. And we are Novel Feelings, a podcast where we discuss mental health issues in fiction novels. We are psychologists and book lovers, and we have a lot of opinions. So look for Novel Feelings wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to your show. All right. Welcome back, guys. Um, Maybe we should mention, have we mentioned what our actual goals are for this year? To read books and be happy. <laughs> okay. I meant more specifically, like, okay, so my goal um, is to read 50 books, <laughs> which should be easy because I have 66 on my list, but also I'm one of those who's like, I, I want to set a goal because it gives me a little hit of dopamine. Then every time I finish a book and I get a little hit of dopamine every time I get to mark it off in Goodreads or in Storygraph. But also I don't want to stress myself out mm-hmm. <laughs> by setting it too high and 
thinking that I might not make it because I get into reading slumps and I know that. So yeah, I just set mine at 50 because I know I can comfortably reach that in a year. No problem. What about you, Mo? I'm going to read 60 books this year. (laughs) uh, And my TBR has 112 books on it. So I think I'll have no issue finding any books to read. Um, And I actually was just on Google looking up. I'm like, oh, shit, Noelle Zell, so are you putting out a book this year or not? And I'm like, do I need to add it, like, uh, a holder? And I can't remember if she said she's going to publish next fall or not. So might have to just randomly, because remember, she's supposed to put out um, the one that's in the jazz era. Oh, that's right. Oh, is she putting that out this year? I don't know. I can't. I was Googling it and I can't figure. I'm about ready to get on Instagram and be like, hey, are you going to publish this year? So I'm going to add it to my TBR list. But then I feel like that's like really pretentious to ask her. Hi, I just need to know if I need to put a placeholder for your book by chance. Good thing. So, yeah, I can't really mark it. So I'm just going to maybe we'll, we might have to put that on our list. So I don't know, Abby, I had 100 books like two days ago like on monday and i'm back to 112 so i'm going to stop adding stuff um like i said i'm reading a lot of second novels this year because i started a lot of series last year and i'm no longer that person that will binge read a series very often anymore like for example i read the book um magic bites by iona um andrews and they have several books out, but I haven't like, I'm going to read the second one next year. Alex told me he's really good, which is awesome. But like, I used to like, if I loved the series, I would just like tear through them, you know? And now I'm like, read one and then I bounce to somebody, something else. Mm-hmm. It used to be that same way. I'd like find a series that I loved, buy the whole thing and binge it. And it'd be like all I was reading for several weeks. Oh, crap. I need to add Honors, um, the last Honors book from the Paradox Trilogy by Andrew or uh, Rachel Bach. Yeah. Crap. crap. <laughs> but which one, what is that called? Honors? Honor Night? Uh, Honors Night is the second one. I think it's Heaven's Queen is the third one. Thanks, Heaven. Was it good? Oh, it was excellent. I loved it. Yeah. Ding it, ding it, ding it, ding it, ding it, ding it. Now I just mm, increase my stupid list again. Sorry. And then I'm going to put question mark by Noelle Zalazar. Okay. This is not good. Why am I talking to you? I'm just like adding more crap to my books. To be fair, I did not bring those up. You thought of them yourself. Yes. Okay. So she does have jazz, the jazz girl is set to be available October 3rd, 2023. Oh. And you have it as marked as want to read. Okay, so I have to put that on my list. Thanks. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. <sighs> okay. Well, I have 67 on my list now. <laughs> Better than me. I, I literally keep, like, but people keep, like, suggesting things for me to read because um, people know I love reading. And I feel like one of the greatest things, how I know you're my friend is that you suggest to me a book that you love because you love me and you read a book that you love. So you want me to read a book that you love so we can share love together, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of those on my list too. So things I plan to do. One, because I love you. I have 12 books on my list to buddy read with you this year. Woohoo! Okay. Hey, what are those? Um, Painted Devils by Margaret Owen, Song of Silver and Flame of Night that just came out yesterday, which by the way, I do not own because it just came out yesterday, regardless of what I thought when I asked you, do I own this book? Because I can't find it. And you're like, no, you don't, Bo, actually. And I was like, what? And you're like, no. I don't even own it yet. That's why. I know. Uh, the wow son of the sun warrior that is not the name of the book what's the name of the book heart of the sun warrior heart of the sun warrior by sue tanlin i believe is her name mm-hmm. wow <laughs> i don't know what happened with that typing uh legends and lattes by travis baltry um the girl who fell beneath the sea god i love that cover right oh it's so pretty i keep staring at it like Oh, and there's like multiple iterations that I've um seen on social media and I'm just like, they're all so pretty. Oh God, there's multiple iterations. I was gonna have an issue. Um, you and your ex <laughs> anyway. Um, a song for the wild built. Mm-hmm. A decoration of the rice magicians. Um, I'm probably gonna get that from the library because I don't because it's a thick book and mm-hmm. I probably I probably I probably need to audio it. Um thorn which by the way i have been hunting down thorn trying to buy in that book like that book is like freaking hard to find so it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a library book or i'm just gonna have to amazon it which i hate amazoning but you you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes Mm -hmm. skin of the sea which i meant to read this year but i don't know what happened um skinwalker which i'm pretty excited about uh Ink and sigil and kings of the wild so those are the 12 books i strongly plan to read with you which will probably end up being episodes guys just so you know mm-hmm. i'm excited i want to read all of those <laughs> i know you do so you're one person i read books with a lot but i also read books with my friend well our friend i don't know why i say my friend because she's our friend um kim but i like to claim her as my own apparently as mine um <laughs> i i so the six books i would like to read with her um which we should make just a buddy chat for Painted Devils again, because yes. she would like to read that with us. Freaking the Atlas Paradox. God dang it. The stupid Atlas 6 sequel. <laughs> so pissed I want to read that book, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it with her. Um, Babel, which is by RF um, Kwong, which I actually have another book by her in my list, and I have that on audio. Um, Elder Race, which is by Ed, um, Adrian um, Chikowski, which is going to be like as another thick sci-fi. Hellbent, which is a, which I know you don't want to read, but it's a sequel to the Alex Stern book by Lee Bardugo. God, what about, I don't know what series that was called. Which is uh, Ninth House. Yeah, you didn't like that. Yeah, I literally, I just want you to read the book and tell me what happens. I don't want to read it oh, myself. I would be happy to do that for you. <laughs> And then the last thing I did is Gallant by V.E. Swab. Um, I've been wanting to read that one. I'm going to read it with her. So I also kind of share Kim's um, Libby account because she has access to 
um, the St. Charles Library System, which means she has access to more books than Mo does, because the Ederzo Library System does not have as many books as the St. Charles Library System does. And if I got real ambitious, I would stare at our friend Lisa and be like, can I have your login to the St. Louis City one? Because she also <laughs> has large access to books. Um, but yeah, so I definitely, I mean, I support my library and I use my library, but I also might use my friends libraries as well um well i mean i do the exact same thing i use my own library and i support it but it's also um a small town library <laughs> it, it does not have libby and you're a you're a big town girl who or a big town book girl yeah and I'm like yep. i love my little library it's so cute people are friendly they're nice to my kids and I, I want to support them because I the small libraries are the ones that you want to support. But yeah. also, I I can't just send them a list of 100 books to request. That is not, I don't feel like that's kosher. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so, yes, I, I have your login for Libby and I borrow off of there quite often. You do, Girl, you do you because honestly, the Libby account that I use is Kim's account. So it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the only I don't let you use my hoopla because they only give you six like checkouts um, every month, which is annoying. And I use like I'm I actually am reading that um, network effect off hoopla right now. Oh, okay. Sorry, I don't let you have those because they only give you a limited amount of checkouts. Versus oh, Libby's like fine. unlimited, go crazy, and I'm like no, between I won't between, actually between your Libby and my library. Like, if I can't find what I'm looking for, I literally just, that's when I go to my library and I'm like, hey, can you get this audiobook for me? <laughs> and it takes a little while just to, like, process and find it and all that. But they're actually pretty good about finding things as long as they're not, like, Audible exclusive books. Oh, uh, Audible exclusive books really piss me off, which... Oh, which is unfortunate because I still buy into a big box and I, and I only... I asked for Audible credits so I can literally go get Audible exclusives. Have you heard the big uh, stink that's going on about that right now? I have not. Please With tell Brandon me. Brandon Sanderson. Oh, <laughs> how he did a, a crowdfunding so he can get around everything. Well, because he, I guess, put out a statement and gave more details as to why he did that. So apparently... Normally, when you um, do audiobooks, for every sale of the audiobook, you get 70% of the profits. Hmm. Amazon, for their, for, their auto, for their Audible exclusives, only gives the author 40% instead of 70 And if you're not an oh. Audible exclusive, you get 25%. Damn, that's why I don't like buying off Audible. Exactly. And Brandon Sanderson is like, he's a big enough name that he's like, you know something? I hate this. And even I, as big as I am, can't negotiate something better than this. And that's not okay. And I'm not happy with this. And so that's why he's taking a stand and being like, I'm going to do this Kickstarter with these five books. And even doing that, it's mm -hmm. hurt his sales because so many people stick with the apps that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Because, you know, creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and, and like I said, I, I use um, Libro, Libro.fm because it does go back. It gives money back to my 
uh, small town bookstore, but also I don't give money to Amazon as much. I try really hard not to, and I do buy, I, I, do, I do get Audible exclusives. I, mean, I feel, I don't know. I'm so conflicted support. I just, I just need my Andy Weir books. You know what I mean? My Andy Weir books are only Audible exclusives. I know. I understand. And that's part of the problem with Amazon. That's just straight up part of the problem with Amazon. And, but, I mean, like, like, I, and I, like I said, I, I try really hard not to buy off Amazon either. Like I, well, will... and I don't blame people that do. Like, yeah. I understand why. I get it. I'm not judging. I've, I've bought plenty off of Amazon and Audible myself. But like, I just appreciate that Brandon Sanderson took that kind of stance because as a juggernaut, in the fantasy world oh yeah he is like he's one that can pull off this stand because there's so many smaller authors that would just get no one to ever read their book if they did this oh my god you know what you know what that makes me think about what what was that book we read of his that was so freaking long oh warbreaker or something i don't yeah yeah god that book was long <laughs> so i those those are so i plan on reading books with you and books with kim um i don't read many other books with other people just mostly you two are like my i have a lot of people i talk to about books but you two are like my book buddies mm-hmm. well besides my book club like the book club but like they just I mean, you, you've been, uh, and you understand. You, they just pull out. They don't do fantasy and sci-fi. Sounds, yeah, it, it depends on their mood and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they just pull out, like, whatever the hell they want to read. And then that's what we're reading. Um, which is why I have my fiction and nonfiction books on here now. Well, my fiction and historical fiction, because that's what I literally bring to that book club. And be like, let's read these together. <laughs> so... I have, I'm just going to go through my categories. I have 20 sci-fi novels on here. And I don't have a lot of like new things. A lot of them are second books of series. So like, you know, the second book for The Wafers by Becky Chambers is one of them. Harlow the Ninth, which is the second book of the Gideon the Nice series. Gosh, like I just really diving into second books this year i'm I'm calling it like a second book year sequel year but it's mostly series i mean like sequels is like long running series i almost put on um the next expanse book on here but i actually don't own it and i don't know if i want to read it this year or not because they're very long and leviathan wakes was amazing i'm sure i'll end up buying the book this year with an auto with a um, audio credit but i don't think i want to read this year i'll read it next year which is fine i you know maybe it'll take me 25 years to read the whole 12 book series and that's fine too and then abby i have 70 books in my fantasy section hmm. um and i i did not split between like urban fantasy this year and like it's just straight. I just put fantasy. I just, I just didn't really get frisky with it like I sometimes do. But like I have a lot of um, like In the Lives of Puppets by TJ Klune. That's going to be his new book coming out this year. So I have that on there. Um, the Dragon Republic by R.F. Kong, which is a um, Kong. I'm not really good pronouncing names sometimes, which is like a second book of a book I read two years ago. 
God's Grave, which is the second book of a book I read last year. It's just like uh, I put Lord of the Lord of Demons on here again. Gosh, God bless Evan Winter. If he gets it published, I'm going to read it. Yeah, I didn't but, put it on my list, but if it comes out this year, I will be reading it immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just counting of the yeah. 66, 47 of mine are fantasy and four are middle grade fantasy. Do you think we like fantasy or something? Um, I actually, I actually, I have a lot of middle grade fantasy on here too, especially like. So I just finished the Dark Lord of Durkhelm by Diana Wynne Jones. So I put the second book in there called Year of the Griffin, which I received from my friend Frankie in like high school, and I had the physical copy somewhere on my bookshelf, which I got to dig out, and I'm finally going to read it. Uh, I've had this book since high school, and I haven't read it yet. Because I didn't have the first book. Mm-hmm. And I finally got the first book. And I loved it. Oh, and it's also narrated by one of my favorite narrators, which loved it. Um, I'm going to read the next um, Tamara Pierce, um, Alana book, which you're going to read the first one this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that book. That book gives me like all of the, I can't wait for like my kids to read that book when they grow up. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> what else is on here? Oh, I finally put the um, the Dragonette Prophecy book, the um, Wings of Fire, the first one. So mm-hmm. um, I finally put that on here because I, I every time I go into the bookstore, there's a huge section of them and they're so beautiful and I love them. And I just want to have a whole wall of dragons. Yes, I want to read them because I have a feeling at least one of my kids will be interested in reading them as well. And so I'm like, I want to be able to know what happens and discuss it with my child as they read it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. oh um the charm life by diana Wynne jones i have that on here wow i have no terry pratchett on my list this year i do not need to add more books to my list are you sure oh i love terry pratchett so much i i might i might I, ask, I, I don't know i might read some of the guards guard series with nate again or not again but continue with him i was gonna say i've got like so I have just Terry Pratchett as an author on my list because I want to read at least one book from him. And I've got like my top five selections listed. Yeah, so I did that thing again where I like, I have multiple books from an author and I want to read something of theirs. And so I just went, H.M. Long, I'm going to have like three of her books by the end of the year. I need to read at least one. <laughs> yep. Uh, Terry Pratchett, I have like my top five picks from him listed on here. Uh, T. Kingfisher, ever since I read A Wizard's Guide to Defensive Baking. Ah, dang it. I wanted to read that this year. Crap. Because I read Byrony and um, Roses last year by them. Yeah. I'm not adding more books, Abby. But it's really good. I can't add more books. (laughs) A Wizard's Guide to Defensive Baking is hilarious and adorable. And it's like, it's almost cozy fantasy, but not quite because the stakes get a little high at the end. But it's so, uh, it's a world that a cozy fantasy could easily be set in, if that makes sense. With just like the magic system and everything. I love it. Um, anyways, I own several of her books and I plan to read at least one this year. <laughs> I was, I'll just add another book. I mean, we might as well just keep adding books while we're on this, you know. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, I also 
plan to try and read one of Brian Jakes's books from Redwall um because I own several of those that I haven't read I meant to read one this past year and I started and then I didn't finish it so I think that was just like I was in not the spot to read that at that point was the problem so hopefully I'll read one this year man I hope Patricia Briggs puts out her next Mercy Thompson this year I think I'm I'm pretty sure she is I mean, she's supposed to, but there's no, like, set date for it yet. By the way, H.M. Long's, like, the nicest person. She sent me my own book plate. I was like, I buddy read this book, and my friend loves you, even though I didn't want to buy any more of your books. It's okay. And she sent me one, too. That's not true. It's not, I don't <laughs> want to buy more of her books. I just, like, it did not grip me as much as it gripped you. That's okay. But it made me... But it, it makes me, when authors do that, it's like, okay, um, I would like to give you money. Thank you. She's such a nice person. And every single, every single author I reached out to, I was like, hey, I'm looking for signed copies to buy. Can you tell me where I can buy them? And more often, and not that you should do this, but you should always, always support your favorite artists by buying their work, mm-hmm. you know? And some of them were like, oh, yeah, you know, like I I have my books here at this independent bookstore. And so that's where I went to go get them. Like I got um, I had I called two (laughs) bookstores in New York, one to get um, His Majesty's Dragon for you by Naomi Novik sign. And the other one to get which I love that alt cover, by the way, um, a lot. And the other one I called to get the (laughs) I loved when you open six chrism cranes, you're like, I I own this book and I'm like I know but you don't own that cover and it's not signed I thought it was so funny when you're like I own this one I actually so I own the cover that you got me that's signed but I don't own it signed so that's the US Mm -hmm. cover and I also own the UK cover and that's the one that I had signed already Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I have I have both duologies. Yeah. Might have might have a problem. I know. Just, I know. Just a small one. Um, so yeah. Now I got 71 books on my fantasy, by the way. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> um, I have 10 books on my historical fiction, one of them being now The Jazz Girl by Noelle Zalazar. The Jazz Girl. Can't wait. Um, two thrillers. Um, okay. I really like Grady Hendrix. Like I read the final girl support group last year by him. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to horror store, which is like being trapped in a freaking Ikea um, right now, which is not one that you listen to when you're falling asleep, which is why I went over to um, net effect instead to listen to murder bot murder people instead. (laughs) Much better. (laughs) Um, and then the other one is called My Best Friend's Um, I just love the cover because it looks like a 90s VHS cover. So, like, those are, like, the only two thrillers I like. I don't like thrillers in general, like, but I like I like these. These are good. Oh, man, I am probably need to add... Oh, I need to stop adding books. Crap, I'm going <laughs> to add another Stephen King book because, like, every year I go on a trip with Nate, I read a Stephen King novel with him. I, I just can't. I can't add more books. I can't. I can't. I, if I do it and I read it, that's great. Um, I added eight fiction books, <clears throat> um, and I own, like, four of them already. 
two non-fictions um the book of eels which is like i like to read and by read i like to listen to one non-fiction book a year especially investigative journalism is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. um this one's called the book of eels and then um I really like iCarly and I really like the actress Jeanette McCuddy and I really want to read her book. I'm glad my mom died, which sounds terrible, but her mom was terrible. A so lot, you know. I, I know a, a lot of my friends have read this book and they all really liked it. And I just really, I wanted to read the book since knowing that she put it out mm-hmm. and just knowing like my friends who don't love her as much as I love her as an actress have really enjoyed the book means it's like, great, I'm going to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want the um, audio version because she reads it herself. And then I have two graphic novels, um, The Tea Dragon Society and The the Boy, the Mole, the Fox and the Horse. I'm, I'm going to sit down and finish it this year. Okay. It's really, God, that book is so great, but it's so, how come a page with a hand-drawn picture and 10 words hits you like a brick? because they're important words i know and it's offensive (laughs) i'm telling you i cried like every other page in that book oh it's so good i made um i made ronnie i made ronnie buy a copy and i'm like you should read this she's like i'm gonna read this with with my little zozo zoe's her Mm -hmm. you know her younger daughter oh she'll read it really fast and she'll cry the whole time i know i know (laughs) I'm glad you made her buy a copy. Everyone should buy. Oh, um, if you, even if you don't have Apple TV, um, if you subscribe for like a month, they have now the animated version of it. It's beautiful. Oh, I've seen clips of it. And I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to watch the whole thing. (gasps) But I kind of don't because I'll fall the whole time. I know, you have to be... All right, I added another book to my list. Okay, done. Done. Oh my gosh. Oh, because I list because like Nate and I do buddy reads when we go on road trips, and so I need to add our Stephen King novel. We we're reading through the oh, Dark okay. Tower series together. This is like our our road trip like things. We give the kids their tablets with their Bluetooth headphones, and then they make silence, and then Nate and I listen to our books. So I so this year when we went to Florida, I bought Nate um his own pair of I. No, AirPod Pros, because you can pair two AirPod Pros to one phone. Mm-hmm. And then I got the book from the library, and then we listened to the book on the way to Florida. Okay. I thought you'd already added that one, and you were adding another one. No, no, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Addy. I'm I, I'm at 115-ish, because there is one book I can't add on Goodreads, because it's not on Goodreads right now. So, 115. Okay. Oh my God, guys, this episode is rough, man. Like, this is what I get for talking to Abby. Um, I have only eight sci-fi on my entire list, including the next Martha, the uh, next Murderbot book, which is not out yet. Um, I was kind of surprised when I was looking through my list, like, huh, I'm really light on sci-fi this year. And I have six historical fiction, but a couple of those are like... Uh, fantasy historical fiction because they include magic so i do love those though oh those are so awesome like um let's see the yeah the conductors by nicole glover is like Hmm. i don't want i don't want to know about this book don't tell me about anything actually don't 
mention books I don't know about because I can't know about it. Okay. In fact, what you should do is that you should save those books for our Patreon episodes where we're like, hey, I just read this book and you need to read it books. Okay. Okay, Sounds good. I won't tell you about it because I just, I just don't need to know about any more books that I need to read. And have you heard about Dread Nation? No, I haven't. And I don't need to okay, know about well, it. I won't talk about it. Then. Good. Good, Abby. <laughs> uh, but those are two of those that are um, like technically historical fiction, mm-hmm. but it's fantasy. Yep. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> kind of like um, the Calculating Stars um, women's astronaut book I'm going to hopefully listen to this year. That does not include magic. I know, but it's like it's alternate history sci-fi. Yeah, that's sci-fi alternate history. Yeah, you'll enjoy that. That was really good. I know I will. Oh my gosh, I just, it's just I don't I don't need to work. I don't need to like do anything. I should just like listen to audiobooks and like lean all day or something stupid. Sounds good to me. My house would be happy if I did that. You know what? We should just like ignore our children and anything else we have to do and just like buddy read together as we clean our houses you know what i like even better if like we each went to each other's house and we each listened to our own books but we didn't talk to one another and we just like had a list and we just cleaned and then like we swapped houses and then we had a list we clean because i do better like in the presence of somebody else but i don't want to actually talk to you or anything i just want to like have a list that i work through that's fine with me. I will help you clean your house. You mm-hmm. help me clean mine. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Keep telling Nate, I would really enjoy if we could get a dumpster so I can just like pitch a bunch of crap. I don't want anything. <laughs> just I have to- been, I've been going through stuff and I literally have just boxes stacked in my utility room of stuff that I'm like, this is leaving my house at some mm-hmm. point in the next six months. Like garage sale donation, it's leaving my house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and it's one of those things too. It's like once again, I want to be a good steward, just like the whole freaking Amazon thing. I don't want to just throw stuff away and put it into a landfill. I don't want to just donate it to Goodwill. I want it to go to like places I could use it. You know, like maybe a shelter needs it. Maybe. Um, a different organization that doesn't profit as much as Goodwill does. But sometimes it's it's a convenience. It's the convenience of running to Goodwill mm-hmm. and being like, here's my whole trunk load of crap. Please take it. Mm-hmm. Well, and once James and I decided that like we're completely done, all of my maternity stuff, I plan to donate to like a women's shelter or someplace in the area that caters to women who could use maternity clothing mm-hmm. so right i i gave away all of my maternity clothes to um i use my i I tried to put post up on my buy nothing group first and i it definitely all got snatched up which made me very happy by women that needed it and i don't okay i exactly. will not i will not have more children there will be no more children from this body <laughs> anyway Oh, Abby. Well, this has been a very excellent and meandering episode, as I feel 2023 will be a very long and meandering year of book reading. What do you think? I agree. I think 
uh, two weeks from now, we should do an actual like book review, maybe. Oh, we should. Oh, oh, we should review Daughter of the Moon Goddess. And then we should review The Girl Who Drank the Moon. We should do like back to back episodes of those. Oh, I like that plan. Mm, those books are so they're so complimentary to one another, too. Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. The only I'm real so glad. between the two is that Daughter, uh, Daughter of the Moon Goddess is, is it YA or is it NA? I think it's NA. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's NA, but The Girl Who Drank the Moon is middle grade. Like, middle that's grade. the only yeah. real difference. They have the same vibe. <laughs> oh, I know. So gorgeous. Well, guys, if you would like to let us know what you're reading this year, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and honestly, we're both on TikTok. So if you just want to be like, hey, check out what I'm reading, let us know. Um, Abby's much more active on TikTok than I am, but I do post random shit when I want to. But we'll talk to you guys later. Talk to you in a couple of weeks, guys. Bye. If you liked what you heard today and want to help us spread the book love, drop us a rating or review on the app you use, or share the episode post on your preferred social media. Everything helps. You can also check out our Patreon for some awesome perks like access to our mini-series, a monthly guaranteed episode poll, and much more. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name The Book Life Podcast. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can email us at thebooklifepodcast at gmail.com. The song is Theme for an Unmade Anime by C8 Benoit from their album Dominique. You can find them on Instagram at C underscore A underscore B-E-N-O-I-T. That's C-A Benoit. And on Spotify under their name, Katie Benoit. Thanks for listening. Till next time.